You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. From the offseason, the wins and the losses, it's time to take one, one, one giant, giant step. step. All right, and as I've teased, let's welcome in two-time Super Bowl champion, the only kicker to kick his team to two Super Bowls in overtime in championship games, the great Lawrence Times. We can follow him on Twitter, at LT4Kicks. Lawrence, happy draft month. Thanks for joining One Giant Step here, man. Man, I appreciate you having me. Happy draft month. Exciting times, right, for all NFL teams. Everyone's going to win it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is this is the time that we come alive. Now, before we get into what you're going to do draft night, do you obviously kickers are not typically unless you're Janikowski first, second round picks. Yeah. What was it like for you as a kicker approaching draft month and like the feels? Did you have any feel about whether you mm. would be drafted and, uh, you know, an undrafted free agent? Like, what was that like for you in this buildup? Yeah, you know, I our punter played in the NFL and you guys will know Matt Allen who famously yeah. threw a ball down the field um, <laughs> in a playoff game for the Giants. Good so trivia Matt, answer. Good trivia yeah. answer. So Matt and I obviously went to college together, played together, and we were pretty sought after coming out of college. Um, I thought I was going to get drafted, to be honest with you. I, I think if had I played my cards right, I potentially could have, because teams were calling me in the fourth or fifth round. They're like, hey, oh, wow. have you heard from anybody? Have you heard from anybody? And they were just kind of seeing where everything was. And, Thinking back on it, I should have said, oh, yeah, this team called, that team called, you know, just to kind of get them to make a move. But yeah, a little um, so basically by the sixth round, I had a deal in place with the Chiefs uh, tentatively. Obviously, you couldn't sign it until the draft was over. But teams are for undrafted guys. Um, they're starting to put those deals together like sixth, seventh round to see if you'll come. Wow. Priority free agents or whatever is what we call them right now. So um and sometimes in, in hindsight, it's a better situation because then you get to kind of pick. So I had about six teams I chose from uh, at the end of the draft in 2000. So all worked out. And in that scenario, when you're a kicker, it's a little different than being an offensive lineman, right? Or a wide receiver signing an undrafted free agent deal because you're playing a position that the team will literally only carry one of you for the most part. So when you say you need a five, six teams, is that generally going through your head? You Do you look at what they have at kicker and go, yeah. where's my best opportunity to be playing in the NFL this year? Yeah, that's what I did. Um, and some guys just have to take their only opportunity. For example, you know, a young guy, the, the Giants will sign a young guy to come into camp and help Graham out a little bit just to take some load off his leg but you know you don't really have a chance at, at winning that job so 
Um, I, I my my theory behind it was Todd Peterson was an older aging kicker. Um, the thing I didn't take into consideration when I got here was how deadly accurate he was. <laughs> so uh, he kicked my ass in camp, and then I had to go figure it out. But um, yeah, you, that's certainly what you do. You could just kind of vet the opportunity. Think where can I? Where do I think I can go win a job? Yeah, and of course, obviously, rules are a little different now than when you came into the league as far as, you know, more room on the practice squad, stash away kickers, yeah. as some of the teams are doing now. There was five guys, Mraz, when I came in. That was practice squad was five people. It's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, I actually think the rules are way better now, to be honest. Way better. It gives guys you know, more opportunities, and, and it should have yeah, always the been elevations. like this. Right. It should have always been like this, but uh, I'm telling you, um, that's why practice squad players are elite, right? If you made that five or eight man roster, I think even up until 2011, my 12, my last season, it was only 11 people. So, or eight, I think it was eight. So you're still a pretty elite football player to make a practice squad. Yeah, that, that is absolutely wild. Do you think that more teams should be spending, you know, their sixth, seventh round picks on kickers, punters, specialty players, uh, you know, kind of that old school thought of just letting them go to be rookie free agents. Because, I mean, let's be honest, as we just mentioned, the impact you had on two of the greatest Giants games of all time was enormous. Kickers constantly have these enormous impacts on games. And it feels like how many of the sixth, seventh round picks, whether they are, you know, I keep mentioning offensive linemen, wide receivers, tight ends. Maybe they float around for a year or two, but they never have as great an impact on the team as a kicker or a punter. I just I'm curious from a kicker's point of view, do you think that more of these late round picks should be spent on the specialty player? Um, I wouldn't. If I if I'm being honest, ah. um, I, I wouldn't draft a kicker, period. Um, if you look at Vinatieri and myself, go through the greats of the game, most of them were undrafted. I mean, they really are. I just uh I wouldn't draft one. I think there's enough guys out there. You got to put them in the right spot, the right situation. Sometimes you can see uh, with drafting guys too high, there's a lot of pressure put on them. If you think of the kid from Florida State, Aguayo, who was supposed to be Mr. Everything in Tampa, I think they took him early. Second round, maybe? Second third, round, maybe. yeah. Yeah. That's really high for a kicker. And then he just didn't deal with the pressure. I guarantee you if he came in as an undrafted free agent, I think he would have you know, done better. Same thing with Mike Nugent, you know, Jets take him in the second round. Um, he struggled. Obviously Mike had a fantastic career. He's a buddy of mine, but I think the pressure of, of, of a second round pick on a kicker is, is immense. Um, so first of right, all, the fans already hate you, right? Yeah. Exactly. And you're like, Oh, we took this kid in the second round, but personally, if I'm Joe Shane or I'm a general manager running an NFL team, there's no way I draft a kicker or a punter. All right, with that, the draft, and we're going to chop it up. We're talking with Lawrence Tynes, two-time Super Bowl champion, a little bit on what the Giants have done and, and the Giants going forward. But you have a really unique and special opportunity coming up with the draft in Kansas City. You will be the man announcing the Giants' second-round pick, which, of course, you know we assume is going to be a pick that sticks around for a while and is a starter for this team. So this isn't some kind of throwaway opportunity mm. to announce a kick. Uh First, before we get into any kind of, you know, approach you're going to take on it, you know, how'd you get asked? Was it an immediate, yeah, of course I'm down? And how how cool a moment is this for you? No, it's it's huge, right? I'm an undrafted player, so I've actually never been to a draft. Um, it just so happens it's in Kansas City this year where I live. Um, I was humbled, right? I'm appreciative of the opportunity, but the, the Giants, I mean, that's a big deal. To go out on stage and announce uh, the New York Giants second round pick welcoming a, a young man to, to New York and his family. 
is going to be a big deal. Uh, the only thing I hope that just doesn't happen is like if they trade the pick and then I'm sitting there in the green room like Aaron Rodgers all day and I'll be like, listen, in my contract, I should have made a contract and said, look, Giants, I'm not I'm not announcing a fourth round pick. Give me the second, maybe the third, right, if they well, trade it. But what if I get to announce maybe a trade? Hey, the Giants have traded their second round pick. That would be They fun. traded back last year, LT. They traded back Good last day. year. So yeah, Wanda hopefully Robinson they've got some – yeah, hopefully they got good food or some something in the green room. I'll get after I, and come out, make sure I'm cleaned up before I come out there on camera. If the draft is in Kansas City and they don't have, you know me with the food. If they don't have good the food, that is a, yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, you know, it'll this be is a, it could be a once in a lifetime event for this city. They better um, have good food. Is that NFL, part of the reason you're still in Kansas City, by the way? Uh, my wife is from Kansas City, so just doing what I'm told. You know, I would love to live in Florida or someone else, but. Um, uh, the NFL is a little sticky on this. I, I I emailed him. I said, "Hey, what's up? I I've got two boys. I want to bring my my boys to the draft. Like, and you only get one guest. So, oh. I'm just announcing to everyone that I'm bringing both my sons, and I'm showing up. There's a zero percent chance you're going to tell me to go home. So, yeah, but it's well, only one guest. Like, what are we doing? Well, I think two kids equal one guest as an adult, right? Well, they're two kids. They're both bigger than I am. So, um, okay, but. All They're right. 15 years old. So, but I but want still, them to come experience that. It's not like I'm bringing a whole posse with me. It's just my two boys. Look, they're committed to having you announce the second round pick. Now, if they turn you away for bringing in an extra kid, then the NFL is going to look really, really bad. Yeah, and that's a cool I, moment for your kids, too. A really cool moment. Right? Because they yeah. were probably too young to really appreciate you as a player. Yeah. Uh, I think they were six when I got done. So, um, thank God there's YouTube and things like that. They remember the second Super Bowl. Uh, they were there. They remember remnants i mean they're 15 now uh, obviously not as much as you would like but um yeah i think if i bring them it'll everything will be fine no one's gonna say anything it's just gonna be a quick little two-hour deal where i I'm, I'm more interested in meeting some of the other legends that are going to be there i and i don't know who they are but uh right you, you know the other teams will have people fly in and stay here for a couple of days Okay, so this is uh, the money question I wanted to ask you here. We have seen in drafts past with some of these legends, like you mentioned. I mean, the the famous one is Drew Pearson, you know, egging the crowd on as he got booed, announcing the Cowboys pick. You know, there's different ways that you could approach this. Uh, I mean, last year, the Giants, obviously everybody remembers the young man who had the heart surgery who came up, and that was such a cool moment announcing the Kayvon yeah. pick as well. That was cool. Uh, what is the Lawrence times approach? Are you going like straight down the middle? Hey, here's the second round pick, or do you have a little flavor planned for this? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Um, I've kind of went back and forth, right? Because if you think about, remember David Akers Unleashed. David yes, Akers, right. go, go right. YouTube that. That is outstanding stuff. Um, and then Pat McAfee, you know, had some good stuff going. So I've almost got to represent the brand, right? The kickers and punters. Specialties, right? Um, but again, we're a classy organization. I know I'm representing the New York Giants and all the fans. Um, I'll keep it cool. I'm not going to go out. I'm not going to do anything to embarrass the franchise. But I might have a little fun real briefly, get right to the pick. But I'm not going to go too far 
on the yeah, edge. you're not gonna come out and do the cave on snow angels on the stage no. and get up new generation of John. No, 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 nothing. I gotta right, understand. I think, you're I, representing. You're representing the franchise. So I, I you know what I like. Here's the sell. I mentioned Drew Pearson. You mentioned David Akers. You kind of look at the Cowboys and Eagles and say, let them be the ones that you know act like that. We're gonna be business like. The Giants are back. That kind of deal. Interesting. Yeah. You do I think I have to go out there and think would would Joe Shane and Dave's like what I'm gonna do? And maybe they would. I have to kind of wrestle with that before the 28th. So I've got some time. You know, that you know, people have said I look a lot like Dave White. I think that's just more branding with the beard and the bald. It would be yeah. kind of funny for you to throw on a face. I will beard tell you this, though. I do I do have cigar. something planned with regards to what I'm wearing. So okay. I'll All leave right. it at that. Uh, yeah, that because that that could be another technique, right? You know, imitating certain stuff. You know, right? If I came out, I'd look like Dave. It's not a costume, but I think Giants Nation is going to really appreciate what I'm wearing when I come out. All right, so that's a little teaser. Look for what Times is going to be wearing on that Friday night to announce mm -hmm. the second round pick. Now and it's not the rings, right? So I'm going to have the rings on, but that's not what it is. It's right. going to be Except, something. Well, you got to wear the rings. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the right. You win the rings. Yeah. That's kind of the point. Yeah, you don't. I never get to wear them, so shit. I might as well break them out. <laughs> For this, I never wear. I haven't worn. I haven't put that thing on in four years, probably. So you just hide them away. Is that kind of the deal? You ever take yeah. them out and look at them? No, I just got to go pick them up at the deposit. You know the safety oh, deposit. Oh, I got gotcha. you. All right, they're hid away or whatever. All right. Yeah. Now, you obviously follow the Giants closely. This year, they have a return to winning football, which I know all of you guys as former Giants alumni are really proud of finally seeing this team after five long, miserable years of just Brutal. being one of the worst teams in football. What a return to form. What did you like most about the Brian Dable, Joe Shane Giants in year one? What did I like the most? Um, I just think there was a camaraderie about that team that was really apparent watching them play. They all cared about each other. Um, and I didn't get that feel with Joe Judge and some of the other coaches that they had. And um, it felt like it was fun. It looked like the guys had fun going to work. And they really brought in some nice pieces. I just think the coaching and coaching was better. Dave is obviously a player's coach. They bought into what he was selling. And yeah, that's a big deal. I mean, I think, you know, people ask me all the time about those Super Bowl teams I was on. And I tell people, I said, look, it's all about the NFL. The team who wins the Super Bowl is about the team that comes together the most. Like, Throw all your egos outside, come together, we're all in this together. The, the teams that gel the quickest, and certainly they were void of some talent in some places, but overall they were, I think people will agree, they were just fun to watch. Yeah, no doubt about it. And obviously now they've given Daniel Jones a four-year deal, which is really remarkable. I mean, to have declined his option, becoming the first quarterback to have an option decline, then come back and get a long-term deal since these fifth-year options have happened is pretty amazing. Uh, yeah. They are now working, obviously, to kind of build the offense around him. Adding Darren Waller was an enormous kind of splash move for the Giants. Where do you stand on Daniel having won two Super Bowls with Eli Manning, that calm demeanor-type quarterback that Daniel Jones is kind of a light version of here? Uh, you know, how do you feel about Daniel Jones getting this deal and, and being the, you know, the long-term face as it stands right now? I've always liked it. I've always backed him. I, I believed in him from day one. And, and certainly the, the Giants obviously believe in him. They paid him handsomely. Uh, I'm on record as saying that's what he was going to get. So I can say, I told you so Giants <laughs> nation. I said that in January, he was going to get 40 million a year. Some people will say it's not 40 million a year, but who cares? Um, we all know why he struggled in the past, right? And he and still they have not fixed the offensive line entirely yet, but I just think the play calling helped 
helped him last year quite a bit. He just does everything the right way, right? He he, he doesn't ever have bad, bad, bad body language. Can't even talk. Um, he plays hard. He plays hurt. He's tough. He's physical. He can throw. He can make every throw. You put the right people around him. I think the sky's the limit for him. I mean, he's 25 years old and he started four seasons in the NFL. I mean, that's that's pretty incredible. He's got a lot of growing to do. This is not the final product of Daniel Jones. Everyone wants to judge. You know, contracts are given for future performance, not past. Right. You know, yeah, you're paying. For they are. You think They're given for dumb. future performance, and that's why the Giants paid him. And listen, and in, in, in a year, 18 months from now, Daniel Jones is going to be the 15th to 20th highest paid quarterback in the game. So. Every year, the, a new quarterback sets the market or gets overpaid, and that's the position. If you look at it throughout Giants history, you have to overpay at that position. That's just a fact. You obviously have been around a, a different variety of tight ends in your career. You were in Kansas City with Gonzalez, right? Or am oh, yeah. I misremembering? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. So you had that. You were when you first came to the Giants. Obviously, Jeremy Shockey was there before he got hurt. And then we talk about you know Kevin Boss and Jake Ballard and guys like that throughout their uh, Giants tenure. When they had a guy like Darren Waller, I mean, this was an offseason we all approached that the Giants need a number one wide receiver. They need a number one wide receiver. Instead, as it stands, we'll see what they do on draft night. They go and they add the big playmaking tight end, one of the top three tight ends in terms of that kind of ability. Uh, what do you think that's enough of a difference plus some of the other stuff they did to kind of elevate Daniel Jones now and take it to the next level? Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, and then you know, the, Bellinger getting hurt with these the orbital injury in Jacksonville last yeah. year really set him back because he was on pace to to keep producing and getting better. And you know, Travis Kelsey, take this for what you what it is, thinks he was probably one of the best tight ends he saw at the tight end U camp thing last year where they right. came. He likes Bellinger a lot. So that's, that's high praise coming from Travis Kelsey. So you, that's what Santa you, brought me this year, LT. I got a Daniel but, Bellinger Jersey in the closet. Yeah. That was Santa's big gift. And so you get him and um, uh, what's his name? The tight end, what you're just talking about. Uh, Darren Waller, right. Darren, Darren Waller. Waller yeah. Um, that's going to be the so Waller and Bellinger. Part. A tight end is usually a quarterback's best friend. And so um, it's, it's going to be, you know, Dave's and, and Kafka are, Kafka's brilliant. They're they're gonna put together a plan, um, and and they'll figure out how to how to use how to best use those guys. That's what it comes out to. Now, another thing I wanted to ask you about in the locker room. You were in a locker room with Strahan and a bunch of other characters as well. Last year, Kayvon Thibodeau, as we mentioned, that was the big part of draft night. Gets drafted in the first round. He has a really good rookie year, and I think we all kind of think he's going to ascend into that like ultimate star level as a pass rusher. But forget his ability on the field. He faced some backlash this year. I mentioned the snow angels thing he did when Nick Foles was on the ground, which I don't blame him for. He was celebrating a sack, yeah. but he's got a little bit of that, like uh F you attitude that I think the giants have missed with some of their players over the last few years where like, they don't care. They got a little swag. One of those guys you love to have on your team would probably hate to face him. Do you think that every locker room needs a little bit of an a-hole on the field that the other team hates? Oh, absolutely. You got to have one of those guys. You know, Jihad Ward's another one. Yeah, he um, is. Yes, he man, is. I, I love that dude. I never met him. Don't know him personally, but I just kind of love how he gives zero. You know what? Um, I, I, I think every locker room needs a Kayvon Thibodeau, Jihad Ward. They they kind of bring that culture together um, and kind of say things that people, everyone's thinking. So obviously we had Antrell Roll, uh, Brandon true. Jacobs. Uh, so we kind of had a couple of them, Ahmad Bradshaw at times, but um, yeah, I think you got to have a guy like that. All right, Tons, before we let you go, and thanks again for joining One Giant Step. 
as you know, Giant fans like to travel. They travel well. We've seen them in big road games. There will be Giant fans flocking to Kansas City to check out the NFL draft, as there always are. You mm. mentioned sticking around. Your wife had to stick around in Kansas City. You know me as a food guy. What's the best go-to barbecue that a Lawrence Tynes recommends for anybody coming into town for this draft? Man, you got to go to Joe's. Um, so the so the original is a gas station, like, and they'll run right. out of food by like certain things at like one o'clock. So, but there are there is a restaurant over in on the Kansas side, like Leewood, Kansas, Overland Park, kind of where I live. It's about 20, 30 minutes from downtown. You want to go to Joe's Barbecue in Leewood, um, and you want to get the burn ends. You definitely want to get the burn ends, and then you want to get the red beans and rice. I mean, listen, you can't go wrong with any of it, but any barbecue place you go to in Kansas city, you're going to be just fine. Everyone's got their little nuances that are different. Joe's is my personal favorite, but again, Q39 is, is kind of an upscale place. If you want to do dinner, with that's like the newer one. trendy place, right? Yeah. Like I, I kind of like the grungy garage, nasty, you know, Arthur Bryant's my buddy actually just <laughs> bought that. Um, Arthur Bryant's has been around for almost a hundred years. Presidents have been there. That's really downtown. That's well, they'll throw your food on you say, Hey, get out of here. I mean, that's how they talk to you, but it's that's old school Kansas City barbecue. But every place is oh. good. Meet Mitch. Meet Mitch is another place. Man, I could go on and on. There's just tons of them. Yeah, I don't think you can go to the NFL draft in Kansas City and not just be covered and slathered in barbecue sauce smelling like burnt ends just by the beautiful. end of it, man. Yeah, probably the most disappointing part of me not going to the NFL draft this year. I got to be honest, because you'd probably I'd probably look like one of the pigs, honestly, just, you know, rolling out of <laughs> an apple in my mouth. And be that whole, be that whole thing. You're just, you're just, I can look I like picture you. You're like, you're like on that thing that turns very slowly <laughs> with the apple. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I have the pink cheeks for it oh, as geez. well. All right, so That's look for him though. on Friday night uh, in two weeks, round two of the NFL draft. As we hope the Giants don't trade back, so the Giants yeah. can make that pick Could and be ready to go. Oh, by the way, I, I did. Maybe you don't know the answer to this. But in the off chance that the Giants trade out of the first round and basically pick up two second round picks, would you remain in that second hmm. pick or would you jump up and, you know, because you could, in theory, make their first selection? You could. Uh, so as far as I understand it, I don't have the full itinerary right now. It's going to be based off of like TV breaks and commercials, like when they're going to add like maybe because sometimes they'll just announce the pick, right? It'll say player. Right. You get that little but right. Knowing that I'm going to be there, I'm sure not that they'll change the whole damn broadcast for me, but I'm going to be there. I'm supposed to announce pick 57. If it becomes pick, you know, 42, if we do a trade or something like that, then that has not been outlined yet. But I'll find out more, I guess, as the week uh, progresses.